listeners, a little thing from the corrections department. We say crate titan in this episode. We actually mean cart titan. Sorry about that. But here's your episode. podcast listeners and we're back season four episode two the midnight train i am your host nick i'm mz and i'm hannah and today like i said earlier we will be talking about episode two of season four of the final season of attack on titan stop saying final i hate the word how did we feel about this season how do we feel or how do we feel about this episode you know it's it's real weird really funny my first note for this episode was i don't agree with nick i don't mind the theme song and the theme intro yay someone's (laughs) on my team it was like the second time watching it and i was like i was like sitting through it and i was like you know what Twitter's wrong. <laughs> I was like, I don't mind this theme song. It's not too, you know it's not great, you, but it's not bad. You know what's, you know what's going to happen is I'm going to have more than likely what happened with season three, uh, part one's theme. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's like a soft little like ballad type song. Mm-hmm. But by the end of part one, I was like, give me the theme. I want it. <laughs> So like I bet give me like episode six, seven, I'll probably be like, hit me with it. Hit me with it. I need it right it's now. It's really good with the visuals. They did a great job animating with the song. So it's good. It's- I I was talking to some other people, you know it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And people would freak the fuck out. So we have 16 episodes, right? First eight episodes, this theme mm-hmm. that everyone's like eh about online. Come back episode nine. Mm. And you just go, people would just be like, oh my fucking God, they brought back season one and everyone would just freak the fuck out. It'd be awesome. Well, yeah, I I understand that it's not as like epic as that one. So it's not quite as memorable that listening to it. I'm like, okay, I get that. It's not as like, oh, I'm so excited. Jump out of my seat. But I kind of like the little, the little ballady songs. So that's just my preference. Yeah. So how do we feel about everything that happened in this episode? A lot of information, a lot of information. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of our uh, Eldian people in human form, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that the I didn't know that the the crate Titan was a female. Yeah, right? crazy. Didn't know, didn't know that. That was crazy. But... Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, you would think like I don't know, but we also we also have talked about how. Um, like the female attributes go away mm-hmm. when you're not when you're in Titan form, and the only one that's really kept them was Annie. So true. I guess I guess that makes sense in some way. But there was so much information in this episode. My mind was blown. In some points, at some points, I was like, "Wait, whose team is some people on?" And I was just like, "There's too little content right now because we've just been binging." And up to this point, like now, it's like. 22 minutes a week seeing seven days we're back in the grind of the weekly trauma of not knowing what's gonna happen i mean this is why binge watching is so popular this is the whole reason people are like Mm -hmm. releasing full seasons at a time now is because people get so frustrated now week by week having to wait for anything i didn't actually 
It's weird. I think I'm a weirdo, though, because I don't have as long of an attention span for most TV shows as everybody else. So I actually don't mind just having the the 22 minutes because I can rewatch it two times, fully watch the the subtitles and fully watch the anime and be like, okay, cool. Got it. Mm-hmm. So it, for some reason, it really doesn't bother me as much. Wait, waiting. I don't think you're quite as hardcore of an anime fan either but i think for, for, <laughs> I think for any show though i think for any show like i'll yeah. binge watch a lot of shows but i don't like there's another show on amazon prime that i wait for like an episode to come out mm-hmm. well, it doesn't I have, like, bother me five shows that i wait for episodes to come out and it drives me crazy on all of them <laughs> Man- mandalorian right now i'm just like <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> you motherfuckers man yeah oh but wait but speaking of annie because you happen to mention her randomly i'm still waiting to hear about annie because since like the beginning of season three we've heard nothing about annie nah she's just still encapsulated back at some building because now like the scouts have kind of been jumbled around people have died most of them have died so there's like seven scouts now so we don't know who's really watching annie's encapsulated but maybe body. not maybe thing. she's been eaten by now well, my biggest thing that I'm wor- worried about with Annie is, is she Reiner's age or is she Aaron's age? Because She's... Reiner only has one year to live. Or no, Zeke has one year to no, live. No, that was Zeke. How, was how long does year, Reiner yeah. have left? I he was in there for five years. He went when he was yeah. 12. He was Six, in seven, there eight, for nine, five years. 10, 11, 12, 13. So he has and four years four left. four years have passed. So he has four years left. So he has four years left. Yes. Okay. I think this is like guesstimation, but I think he he has four years left in there for five years. Then he's been out of there for four years. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that she would also have four years. Yeah. So she has, she has four. See, that's what now I'm like, everyone's aging. Yeah. One of the most important things in my mind is like, okay, how many years does everybody have left? Who's what age, where, how long have they had it? What's happening? (laughs) And it's interesting because with all the other ones, we saw this weird thing where it's like the Titan somewhat gets past or like there are certain specific families mm-hmm. that are like, oh, they're great. They're the best warriors. And then they're like siblings are also great warriors and it all gets passed along in families. So like mm-hmm. we haven't heard anything about Annie's family, siblings, dad, Well, her nothing. dad was the one that they focused on a lot. In the like the flashbacks. Yeah. Well, with her, like with her whole storyline, they kept talking about her dad. Mm-hmm. Like think of your dad or your dad's waiting for you. You know, all this stuff. So who is her dad? I, I feel like he's gonna important. Be interesting. I feel like he's going to be important. Well, maybe she's from that weird family they're talking. No, that wouldn't really make sense. The family they're referring to at the end yeah, of the season. The tithes. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Something with I love. I love the fact that there's probably a manga l- reader out here listening to this, just giggling, just going, I know all the answers. Oh, don't spoil it for <laughs> us. Don't spoil it. If that's what you're messaging looked, us, don't. Don't spoil it. I looked up I looked up where we are chapter wise. Mm-hmm. We're only at like ninety-three, ninety-four. Yeah. Hun- chapter 135 just came out like a week oh, ago. Oh damn. So, yeah. That's crazy good amount of shit that they're gonna have to be putting into these 16 episodes how can it only be 16 episodes then that doesn't even 14 make now excuse me that doesn't even left. make sense like how could you possibly fit all of that into that's why i'm thinking about picking up the manga because there, there's so many chapters and so little episodes that they're gonna be skipping over some shit for sure oh they're gonna be skipping for over a sure. ton that's like but ridiculous Shame let's 
without further ado, get into our episode beat by beat, talk about exactly what happened here. So the episode opens up with a roundtable discussion of our Marleyan generals, but also with a few of our Eldian demons or devils, whatever they want to call them, that are our prime titans, mm-hmm. part of the nine in this place. And it seems like the world is celebrating the uh, Mideast Allied forces, even though they lost. They lost the base, they lost their feet, fleet. But everyone's like, hey, you gave them Titans a run for their money, and you know what that means? These Marleans and Eldians are going to lose at some point. Mm-hmm. And so these Marleyan generals are like, we gotta, we got to figure something out here because we can't, we can't have these Titans sitting around forever. Yeah. Oh, I also and can't believe that Reiner survived that attack. Yes, I thought he was Reiner did it. survive this attack. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, we get like, status on Reiner. That's why the world is celebrating, because Loki, I thought that those fleet of ships murdered Reiner. Yeah, Reiner is alive. But the Marleyan generals are more afraid of the fact that if the air warfare keeps evolving the way it is, all they got to do is drop bombs, and the Titans will just look up at them and be like, yeah, we can't do much about it. So we're Which dead. is true. Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent true. I mean, they're also engaging in air warfare, just the opposite way. Right. They're not dropping bombs; they're dropping people. So, yeah, and really, bombs are more effective than titans. Yeah, especially if they know where the Eldians live in the Marley world, they could just go and bomb that area, and all the titans are gone. Yeah, well, I just feel like with titans, they're so messy because mm-hmm. you know, even afterwards, like you still have to kill the titans. Yeah, if they survive, you know, like there's just a lot of extra with dropping giant weird creatures yeah. down. You know, they have to kill the Titan because they do not have the Finding Titan power. Finding Titan, yeah. So that's that's also a crux of this too. Is like, hey, if we have the Founding Titan power, we can turn these people into Titans and then just control them. Yeah. So there's an extra layer to that, which leads us into at this meeting, Zeke. I have an idea. And they're like, okay, talk. We'll give you the floor. He's like, let's return to Paradis. And let's get the founding Titan. And they're like, hmm. How much time do you have left on your term? And he's like, I have one year. And this is when I was like, oh, he's really close to dying. Desperate Mm -hmm. man. Desperate, desperate man. And they're like, sure, this works. We'll go one year. We'll we'll figure this out. We'll find a way. And I was like, that's crazy that they're even like within one year that they're going to try to fight them again. It is is insane. So I have, they lost so I handily have last time. Theories with this, right? Okay, so they're planning to go back, right? Mm-hmm. Just storyline wise, we know that Zeke and Aaron are going to have some intense interactions, right? Because they're, they're brothers. They're brothers. They're stepbrothers, right? So I'm like, I feel like possibly Aaron, I don't think he'll convert Zeke, right? But I could see him making Zeke doubt himself. Mm -hmm. Because I think a really good like storyline wise would be for Zeke to be like, oh shit, was my father right all along? And to have that whole like character arc of being like, oh my God, did I like have my entire family killed and do all of this for nothing? Well, it seems like it's sort of leaning that way because of the way Reiner is like questioning things, but they're right. not questioning things. So it's like, who knows? Well, that's what I don't think he'll convert Zeke, but I could see him giving Zeke that doubt, like mm-hmm. causing him to like get second guess himself or whatever. And then I think Reiner would be flipped or the little boy that Reiner gives his powers to. 
what's his name? Falco. 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 Yeah, Falco. Or Colt. You know, like one of the, not Zeke, but one of the other boys underneath him yeah. being the reason. Oh. You know, that Falco. Someone, yeah. someone flipping here. Well, There's no way someone's Well, Falco's not already flipped. He's just yeah. so little that it's like, yeah. you don't have an opinion. You're not. Well, and yeah. Reiner, yeah. Reiner has his people's <clears throat> best interest at heart, not winning of the war. You know, but Zeke's yeah. more in that, like, let's win the war for the country. He's yeah. more of the super brainwashed one. For the country. Yeah. Which is like different also, levels of brainwashing. Also, like level one, two, and three. Where, yeah. where oh, was it, it in the show when they somebody mentioned, like, what did they, where was it? I'm losing my train of thought. But where they mentioned something about, like, oh, well, unless you have, like, like you're the best beast titan we've ever had. It's almost like you have royal blood. Yeah, because like, he does. Did they you, forget? You are one step ahead. That is a perfect transition here. So after this meeting, Zeke and Colt kind of have a conversation outside and they're smoking their cigarettes being cool kids. And in the meeting, Zeke talks about how Colt will not inherit the the best parts of the Beast Titan. Or he's afraid that Colt will not inherit the best parts of the Beast Titan. When he comes outside, they have this like weird interaction where they're like, yeah, but you don't have royal blood. Like It's not like you have royal blood. And Zeke's like, yeah, you're totally right. And then a Marley in general shows up and is like, you think we're going to let you Eldians just talk free and not be listened to? And I was just like, oh, shit. So yeah. either Zeke knows some things and Colt is just out of his fucking mind mm -hmm. or no one knows that including Zeke, no one knows that he has Royal blood. I don't think Zeke even knows. How would he not know though? Because the whole thing was that they were brainwashing him as a child. Like you're the next in line as the Royal. You because need to save his us. Mom who was secretly Royal was turned into a Titan when he was a baby, but he wasn't a baby. He I was mean, the he one was, that turned them. So toddler. He was you like five I mean? or he was old enough that they were teaching him things and putting books in front of him to read. Yeah, but he was also young enough that he flipped on his parents because he was so easily manipulated. You know what I mean? I don't know if they would have told him that yet. How would he not? Rem I, f I just feel like that was like a huge part of their revolt. Risha's thing was like, oh, we have a royal blood person. This is great. Wouldn't they have like hammered that into him as a kid? Like, you're a royal. You need to save us. I don't know about the I think they did hammer the you need to save us I don't know if they got to that point yet though I think hmm. we just have to wait and see yeah because I think yeah. honestly that's like a 50 50 chance like they could have either done that or not like maybe he does secretly know and he's just is too I would have to, to go anyone. back and watch the episode yeah that was all you know where they showed him flipping and stuff like that to see if they said it at all if there was any hints that he knows yeah. that well, you know because we do I don't see know. a lot we do see a lot in this episode that these that even when Eldians are like, we're alone, they're never alone. Yeah. Well, There's always someone listening. Also, so did they mention in the earlier previous seasons, do they murder all the royals over in Marley? Or was that just like the royals left? Like, what's the deal? Did they royals kill royals or they, or they don't care about royals? Royals left to parody. That's what royals they did. The like king there was, left. There was a family of royals that stayed, which is where the mom came from. Yeah. So there was one family still living within Marley. But most of the whole thing was like m the royals left. But that's what I mean. The do yeah. Marlians care about that at all? I don't yes. remember if they mentioned that. Yeah, I think they do because I right. think that's how they control the founding. You know, like they know that's how. Yeah. Okay, so if like, they did find someone who's royal, they wouldn't murder them. They'd be like, we no, need to like keep this them, as a weapon. Got it. Yeah, okay. I think they would use that. Pretty much. Yeah. Because Marlians are Nazis. Yeah. And after this conversation, 
cut to boom reiner waking up from a nasty dream of his boy bert he's having a bad dream about his about his best friend dying so sad we learn or we see our new jaw titan in human form Mm -hmm. his name is giard i'm gonna be terrible with names i'm going off what i think would be the pronunciation here uh giard is the new jaw titan that is the individual that devoured ymir Mm kind of talks some shit about his brother was the one that ymir devoured yeah. So that, I thought that was his brother Marcel. Yeah, it was yeah. nice to see like the history of that and be like, oh, and that's where I was like, oh, so it's like family specific. This is yeah. very strange. So we have now come full circle that when Ymir was turned into a uh, normal Titan, she ran into Annie, Bertholdt, Rhina, and Marcel. Marcel controlled the jaw Titan. Annie controlled the female Titan. Rhina controlled the armored and Bertholdt controlled the Colossal. When Marcel was eaten, he passed along the Jaw Titan to Ymir, making Ymir an intelligent Titan at that point, which is what transformed her back into a human. So that has now, that loop, that information bundle has now been closed. Yeah. We now know everything yeah. about that that situation. Well, also interesting, because that means that Marcel was also probably supposed to plant within mm-hmm. the group of kids. Mm-hmm. They were probably camping out right before they went in, which I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys were almost there thing. on your mission. They just don't show Annie there, but now we know that Annie was also, like, she came at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like, we yeah. didn't know that little loophole. Also, mm-hmm. why did the jaw tighten? Because of that facing, but she didn't have it. Ymir didn't have it, so yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, uh, she had. She was pretty jawy versus like bot. Like if we're going sure, off like base instincts, like the armored titan has armor. The colossal titan is fucking huge, and her face was massive compared to the rest of her body. And I a lot so. of her attacks, yeah, more big head eating, and she was yeah, ripping things up with her mouth. Yeah, you're right. Well, because this guy has like he's the one with the armored face, right? The tiny yeah, body and the, armored and the face. little claws. Yes, because that. I mean, he looks like. A jaw titan. That feels mm-hmm. like, but Ymir, I was like, maybe big head titan. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like creepy little face titan. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Giard's a little bit of a fucking dickhead. And uh he him and Reiner have a little bit of a little tiff. They, they kind of don't like each other for whatever reason. Enters in our crate titan in human form, Peck. I'm gonna go with Peck. P-E-I-C-K going with peck here um, i'm not gonna argue with any is, of your pronunciations just so you know hannah she if you want to argue our cra- you can, but <laughs> wait wait but guys she is our crate crate titan did, was it confusing i was confused because didn't he say in there that he was supposed to inherit the armor titan who giard galliard whatever his name is he was like if i um, had inherited the armor titan nine no. years ago this wouldn't have happened he does, there was something he does say effect. something. I think that's more of him being an asshole to Rhino. Than it than being actual, a fact. Yeah. Like, like he's annoyed. Like you fucked up. Like if it would have been me instead of your ass, then I would have, you know, like, it, I think it was it. more of that situation. I think it was that like if I was going on that secret mission as the Armored Titan, my brother would still be alive. Uh, yeah. Damn. That's like, rude. Type thing. Yeah. So that's why rude. they don't really like each other. And mm. I think it all stems to deal with Marcel dying <laughs> yeah. with, with Rhino. Yeah. And kind of no repercussions coming from well, it. It's weird. It seems like they don't like each other, but 
just being in the world that they are and stuff, they like, we can't really fuck with each other. We have to be on our best behavior. So we're just going to say kind of snippety asshole things to each other and then like go about our day. Like very mm-hmm. much so, you know, it's like, <laughs> and outside we're back with our four children, soldiers. And they're oh, wait, wait, first our great oh, okay. dad. So she's crippled or limp or like what's up with her she's She's, hurt she's been in the form of the crate titan for four years pretty much nonstop. so she forgot how to walk is that what it was yeah that's what she said that extent like months at least i know i i know they specifically said months okay Mm -hmm. sorry i don't know i don't know exactly how long it was but i think it was like at least two months i remember them saying two months but yeah she's been in crate titan form for a long time like not hasn't been switching back like everybody else that's how she was like, I forgot how to bipedal, which is walking on two feet. Right. That's what I was like. I was like, wait a second. How did that happen? I I feel like they gloss over it, but I was like, that's really intense. Like, she's been in her Titan yeah. form for so long. She can't walk anymore. Like, oh, yeah, my that's crazy. God. It's ridiculous. That's terrifying. Ridiculous. Anyway. And so we're back outside with our child soldiers, and they're contemplating the future of Eldians if Titans are no longer a thing, because the whole the whole reason Marlians pretty much keep Eldians around is because they're trying to, they're cannon fodder for one, two, they're trying to use the advantage of the Titans to pretty much dominate the world. And so if Titans are no longer a thing, what's the point of keeping all these Eldians around? So they're all kind of going on with like, Oh no, what do we do? And Rhina comes out and this is when we get our formal introduction to our four child soldiers we have gabby udo zofia and falco gabby and falco seem to be our two more important out of that four and so we get introduced to that rhina has uh because his brain is scrambled egg at this point has like a flashback where his group of childhood friends are like projected onto these four, and that's Giard, Berthold, Annie, and Marcel. Which I was like, oh, that's so sad. Rhina, <laughs> so sad. This, his his brain is through. really scrambled eggs. I mean, to be honest, I think it's just him being a decent human living in this world. You know what I mean? Like the more we like see him, I think it's really just someone who's a genuine nice guy, like an older brother, protective type going through severe brainwashing and fucked up shit and racism growing up, then going over, realizing these people across, on the island are normal people, realizing he's going to have to slaughter all of them. Like, I mean, a normal dude would go crazy. <laughs> like, that's just... Would, it, would absolutely go crazy. Yeah, I feel like it's just showing how normal he is. It's sad. It's just wild. It's sad. And with everyone rested up and our battle at this fort done in the city done, let's get the hell out of here. Everyone gets on a train and we get an awesome little moment of drunk Colt hyping everyone up about Gabby's heroics. Like right. Gabby is the LDN queen savior. Everyone hype up Gabby. And it's like a cool little moment. Be the Marley and generals are like, should we shut them the fuck up? And then everyone's like, no, let them have tonight. And I was like, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. But what I did notice was most of our Titan Eldians are in the cart with the Marley and generals. And that yeah. gets explained a little bit later. I don't want to jump ahead, but it does get explained a little bit later. 
along with this, we find out that Colt is Falco's brother. Formally, I think it was like hinted at in episode one or was assumed in episode one, but it is full on that Colt is Falco's brother. And this is what I was talking about. Rhina has a conversation with Colt about inheriting one of the nine Titans and that it's a, it's a thing like it's a proud thing for an Eldian and that you become an honorary Marleyan when you do it, mm-hmm. which makes so much more sense that if you were to inherit the Titan, you become an honorary Marleyan and you get out of the Eldian cart and you get to hang out with all the Marleyan generals and, you mm-hmm. live in a better house in Liberero or however the fuck Libero, how whatever mm-hmm. the town is, you get to have live in a better house for that. Well, the conversation that Reiner has with um with Falco. Falco. Yeah. I think that's really interesting too, because it it does show the like the theme that you mentioned earlier, Nick, that we really see throughout this entire episode is that they are always being listened to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like as a young kid, you would never think that way. You know what I mean? But even as an honorary Marleyan, you know, like you are still like yeah, the bottom of the barrel. So they hate you. <laughs> like You're only there because you're powerful. It's yeah. not because they like you at all. Yeah. And I did. This was my first time that I had like an idea of Gabby's relation to Rhina because Rhina in this moment tells Falco that he needs to save Gabby. Like, don't you want to inherit the armored Titan? And he's like, yes. And then Rhina flat out is like, yeah, because you need to save Gabby from the dark future of us. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, he really doesn't want gabby to inherit this and then i was like wait they have to be some form of something idea and we'll find it out so upon return to our internment camp we see some eldian soldiers we see our eldian soldiers that we know of we see the the titans and you know what ptsd for some oh that was so sad and a hero's welcome for others. <laughs> it's a very much a diverted street. There is no in between. You either come back and you're getting shit on because you saw the horrors of war or you saw the horrors of war and you're coming back because you're either a Titan or you did some heroic business. No in between. Yeah. Well, you know what's weird is I, I thought it was strange that when they brought them back in, they had that separation of like all of our heroes, essentially. We see their family and they're crying out of joy and so happy and hugging them. But we don't see the other side, the people who have the PTSD who come back all fucked up. You don't see their families. And I wish they would have shown that because their families sh- should have been showing the opposite where it's like they're crying, but out of like, this is so sad and my kid is fucked up now. Yeah. And you don't really see that. They're just standing there in a line by themselves. It kind of fits with the whole propaganda theme, though. Yeah. You know? Like, maybe we if your kid up. is fucked up, you don't want to associate with them because now it's like... Well, not even that. What if oh, they're not LDN allowed? Bad, not even that. What if they're not even allowed? What if it's only the family yeah. of, like, certain people that are allowed to come and greet so that anyone mm-hmm. looking down from their windows would see the celebration? You know, like... Yeah. That's like a whole propaganda thing in itself of, like, outward appearance. Oh, very much so. Like, it, it is... Yeah. Bad news all around. And so what do you do when you get home from war? Of course, you got to have some family dinner. You got to have some family. Time. <laughs> right. 
family and dinners. So, Fucked up weird family dinners. Yeah, huge family dinners happening. Rhina is there with Gabby, and so my brain goes, okay, so they are related of some sort. They're cousins. We'll find out what it is. They are cousins. Rhina and Gabby are cousins. Huge news there. And Rhina gets persuaded into talking about his time on parody, his five years of hell, as he calls it. And I loved this moment because we start to see what Rhina's brain is actually like. Mm-hmm. Because he has taken one of the funnier, lighthearted moments of this dark, dark, dark anime. Mm-hmm. And he twists it in his own brain to make it seem like it's selfish and fucked inconsiderate yeah. and fucked up. I was like, laughing so hard during his whole explanation of this. And I was like, this is so sad. But like, it's really funny because the actual moment was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because he talks uh, he talks about Sasha's potato. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> like, it's, just, it's so ridiculous. So to just be like, funny. Yeah. The drill sergeant was yelling at everyone and no one was acting like they cared. And then someone took out a potato and ate it in his face. And he was so puzzled by it that she said the only reason she did it was because it was getting cold and she was so inconsiderate. And the only reason she offered it is because she knew she fucked up. And I was just like, yo, your brain is bad. Like, your brain is not good. Because literally she was just (laughs) a hungry 12-year-old that was like, I'm going to eat this potato. He's just trying so well, hard to justify his actions in his own head. Like he's he has yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know, he has he absolutely has to continue to repeat this to himself because himself because honestly, I think he would be suicidal if he didn't do that. Yeah. Cause he's so messed up by this. Oh, and do you and guys then- want to know how weird my brain is now because of COVID? Hmm. We got into this scene of like the family's eating, and I was like, wait. But that's not so. Gabby's not his younger sister, so it's not immediate family. Why are they eating dinner together? Socially distant. I was like, "You're not supposed to be doing that." It's COVID, and I was like, "Wait, this is a show." Damn world without COVID. Good try, Hannah. Yeah, Yeah. Hannah. Rhina has scrambled egg brain. Hannah has COVID brain. (laughs) I do. I was like, "This is is. not right." Right. So funny. We figured it out, and so. Along with his his beautiful rendition and uh, story time of Sasha's potato, he also drops a line. And there's one, two, three, four. I know two of them, I think, but I don't know the other two. So this is why I wrote them down verbatim. I paused on each one. And these are the identical quotes of what Rhina says. So I want to get your guys' input to see what, what we're going with. An idiot who forgot why he went to the bathroom. Who the fuck is that? I couldn't remember. When he said that, I was very puzzled. An idiot who forgot he went to the bathroom. I don't remember that moment from any of the training, so I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, I would I would assume it's like, uh, I would assume it's someone goofy, so probably like Connie. I would assume it's like someone like that. An insincere jerk who only think who only thought about himself. That's Jean. Jean, full of full out. If you remember Jean during training, Jean was like, yeah. fuck everyone. I yeah. am going to be an MP. I am just going to fucking go live my life. You can all suck a dick. An uptight oaf who only cared what others thought. 
he can't mean Levi here. No, it's one of the train, the cadets. I'm assuming the Cause, trainees. Because Levi, because Levi doesn't really give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Out outwardly, inwardly, yes, he cares very much so, but outwardly, no. No, maybe Armin. No, Armin's not an oaf. Yeah, it's kind like someone a who's a babbling, character. like uh, an uptight idiot, essentially. Yeah. This one could be Connie. Or, yeah. Read the rest. Is that all he says? Which what, what else does he say? That's all he says on that one. And the last one is very easy. A single-minded yeah. fool who charged ahead and the chumps who followed him. Okay. Ervin. That one's easy. I thought he was talking about Aaron. Aaron? Yeah. And no, Mikasa that one's Ervin. It's Aaron and his friends. Yeah. Mikasa and Ervin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe it's that one. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I heard that one, I was like, oh, Ervin. But Aaron makes sense too. So yeah, so we got okay. So if we're if we're cut if we're cutting down the list, so Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, off, Jean, off. So an idiot who forgot he went to the bathroom, the uptight oaf. So the uptight oaf and the idiot who forgot he went to the bathroom. I feel like it's Marco and Connie. Yeah, it would have to be. I feel like those are the only oh, ones. Oh, because he already talked about Sasha too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he talked about everyone except for Marco and Connie. Yeah. So I would say an idiot who forgot why he went to the bathroom, probably Marco. I just don't remember the, that being the a thing. Uptight, no, Marco is the up is the uptight oaf. Yeah. Marco's the uptight oaf, and the idiot who forgot he went to the bathroom is Connie. We figured it out, listeners. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm sure the internet All will right. tell us eventually. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I thought it was weird in this moment. Did you see? Okay, so was it? You know how the windows like flew open and they all freaked out and closed the windows and made sure nobody was listening. Was that because yeah. Gabby said her comment about like, what do you mean they're just people? What kind of people? Yeah. Well, he said there's a bunch of different types of people behind the wall. Yeah. That was like his ending statement. And then she was like, what? Like who? <laughs> like who? What do you mean? What do you mean? And then the mom was like, no, they're all devils. Fuck. <laughs> Don't listen. Yeah. There's definitely someone outside. Yeah. Um, and I think there was someone outside. I don't know if that was their roof, but we then get a inner cut moment of someone just jumping off a roof and dying. So, yeah. you know, well, that was sad. May have, like, we think it's a soldier. It may have just been there to show you that Eldians do have it rough or, you know, things happen in the show for a reason. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We just don't know yet. I don't know. The next morning, Rhina heads off to a meeting of our Eldian devil titan soldiers with no Marleyan generals in the room. Very, very interesting. Even uh, Giard is like, uh, excuse me, like, where's where's the generals? And Zeke's like, oh, we can't just talk and have tea? He's like, we can't like, have tea? We... What's up? Like, what do you mean? And this is when it is presented that there's a titan out there that we've never met, we've never seen, and it is possessed by the Tiber's family. And Zeke presents a plan that we, with the help of the Tiber's family, siege parody. That must be a really strong it. titan, too, because they keep referring to it like that was the reason that the king had to go, that Fritz had to go to the island and stay there was because of this super strong titan that like fought them back. It is known as the Warhammer titan this is an eldian family that possesses this titan 
that is incredibly rich. And how is and that even we, allowed to be a thing? Ex- exactly. So that Titan we, must be so powerful that they just leave that mm-hmm. family alone. They just leave that fucking family alone. And that's how that's how powerful that thing is. Well, like, did they live in Marley somewhere or in this little town? It like was very unexplained how this family is. We don't know yet, but I would assume they do live in the internment camp, but they just live in the best houses in the internment camp. Or they're allowed to live in Marley because it says that for the festival, that family is coming to the city. And it said for the festival, True. they're bringing a bunch of foreigners to the city to make this announcement. So yeah. it's like, did they not even live in Marley? I don't even think they live in Marley. I think they're out doing their shit somewhere else in some other country. Yeah. I think they got the fuck out. Shout, shout out the Tiber's family who just wins, apparently. Yeah, they're like, peace out, you fucking racist motherfuckers. We out. Like, <laughs> we going to this country you with our powerful ass Titan? Fuck you. You're trying to come get, you're trying to come get this work. It's yeah. literally called a Warhammer Titan. I... I can almost no. guarantee with all the money that I have that this Titan will be wielding a hardened hammer. If it's called a war hammer, it's going to create a hammer and fucking swing the shit out of it. Or so I'm something. sure that will be. But it also doesn't. This whole explanation of them being the reason that King Fritz like went to that island and stayed there made no sense to me. Because they're all the Eldians that are in Marley are pissed because they're like the other Eldians behind the wall left us behind. They left us here to die. They left us behind. They don't care about us. They're assholes. But like if the Eldians that are on the island left them there to die, why did they leave if the reason that they're leaving is another Eldian who wields a Titan? That seems very confusing. We don't know. We don't know the history. We, we have absolutely no idea. We don't yeah. know. And that's the, that's the problem. Yeah. But we also we we also learned that this Titan, the Warhammer Titan, has never been used on enemy soil, which means one thing to me. They do not want this to fall into other people's hands. Yeah. If they were to fucking lose a fight, they do not want this thing falling in other people's hands. Mm-hmm. But while we're here at this meeting, like you guys said, Zeke announces that there will be a festival and that and a Tiber announcement. And that announcement is quote, within a year will control Parody Island, which I was like, damn, that's that's a declaration right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they so when did they talk about the ships that they had sent to the island that never came back too? I was right now. I that think. was that was earlier. Was that early? So that that was that earlier cult I meeting. I forgot about and, that till right yeah. now because I'm like, ooh, are our little peoples controlling this whole island? Got a little defense system going on. Good for them growing over yeah. there on the island. Yeah, it sounds like Clearly, they do. Clearly, they're keeping them off that island. But I, I assumed if for four years they didn't like show up back on the island, I assumed there was some form of defenses going on on, the, on yeah. that island. You would think. That'd be their with. first thing. They'd be like, hell yeah, let's do this exactly. shit. They'd be like, let's go right back and... Obviously, they didn't let them for four straight years. So, yeah. So, it's but, like maybe I wonder if they're going to finally show us this island and Aaron will have like gotten the full power of the Titan by, by harnessing, you know, using his story as royal blood. I feel like yeah. that's what I think happened. So, it now they have like a wall of Titans around the whole thing. <laughs> a wall of Titans. And we see, um, and what looks like a record player in the room and we go into it and 
God damn it, it's the Marley and Generals. They're listening in on the whole thing. One of them talks a little shit about Guillard. He's like, uh, yeah, he's just, he's always bitching, but it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a rhetorical question that kind of like fucked with my brain. It said not in this room, huh? But I, because I watched the dubs, I don't know whose voice this is. I don't know if it's Rhina's voice, it's Rhina. if it's a Marley. It's Rhina? Okay, yeah, so he knows. So Zeke was like, are, they're like, oh, we're all together and there's no one else in the room or whatever. And then Reiner was like, uh-huh, sure. Because they're saying they're listening to the whole thing and he knows it. <laughs> Wait, are no, you sure? Because I thought the way I took it is they were just commenting on Zeke's comment that nobody said anything because they're like, no brass in this room. And he said, not in this room. Yeah, and then Reiner's like, not in this room, huh? Because oh, it's right there. Oh, none in this room. The emphasis, none yeah. in this room, huh? Yeah. It's over there. Got he's just it. laughing because okay. he's sitting right in front of the thing that's listening to them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't. When I went back and replayed it, I didn't see that Reiner said that. So I yeah, must have to right. watch it again. Because he was the one sitting right in front of the fucking recorder. So he's like, yeah, sitting the recorder. Like, I know what this does. <laughs> like, hmm. And honestly, if he noticed it, I'm sure all of the other ones did too, because they're all highly trained soldiers and they know yeah, exactly what's going on. They all know. And as our episode comes to a close, we get our intense music and our pushing camera angle on Rhina's face as he questions to himself, am I really going back to that island? And then, boom, next time on, which this next time on, the next time ons are getting really good. Uh, Like in season three, they were good. But now they're getting to be super 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 like abstract because they the voiceover says honorary marleyan esteemed warrior what he wanted to be what he couldn't be is the path that he's walked down truly the right one and Um, as um, that's going on like falco's like in peril rhina's in peril like there's a bunch of shit going on in the street and then it just goes next week the door of hope and i was like are you wait the episode is called the door of hope (laughs) and every and all of this is happening what what do we we think it means though i think it's rhina struggling with his choices i think the door of hope is like rhina deciding to make some type of plot or plan or falco either of them because there's the two that are actually thinking about this stuff that once they get to the island, they're just getting the fuck out. That they're not going to be warriors. They're not being Marlians. Mm. They want to go see what's happening there and see if they can like negotiate because that would be hopeful for the Eldians, honestly. I just feel like Rhina's going to go crazy. Rhina, this this whole I the creator. So I'm getting ahead of myself. My brain is going at a thousand miles an hour. So, <laughs> it's so my mouth needs to, my <laughs> mouth needs to catch up. There's always a character that whenever you talk to any writer, director, actor, anything like that, anytime you talk to someone involved in the process, there's always a character that everyone goes, oh, I love writing or directing that person. There's so much there. There's so much things that I can do. That is Rhina for for the creator of this manga. I'm convinced Mm -hmm. because there's been multiple times where he could just fucking flat out die and it would make sense, but he he powers through and he's still alive and there's more there's always more on that bone to chew always 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 there's never mm-hmm. been a moment where i'm like fuck we're back with rhino for real 
Yeah. Like I, anytime we're with him, I'm like, Ooh, there's so many dimensions and like mm-hmm. angles that this could go. I'm so excited. He's so, so unpredictable. He is so unpredictable. And I think that's what we're getting here in these first half of these episodes. I think this is our understand. This is our Rhina like block mm-hmm. of, of episodes. I think that's what this is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I for one am very excited about it to kind of see him really develop as a character with coming to terms of the end of his life and what that means for his cousin, what that means for his cousin's friends, what that means for his race entirely, what that means for the people on the island. There's so many things that could be going on all at once, and I cannot fucking wait. Well, it's also interesting because he's the only Eldian that lives in Marley who was embedded in the island culture and made it back. Annie is still there. We don't know what the fuck happened to her. Marcel got eaten. You know, Berthold got eaten. So it's like he's the only one that has been over there, spent a significant amount of time in that culture, and then came back and been like, oh, fuck, okay. They're just normal people. What do I do with this information? Which begs the question, if you wanted, if you had Ymir in the fold, Ymir had to have told them to piss off, right? Like, get fucked? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like, I'm not doing your bullshit. Like, yeah. Cause, and that's the reason that they gave it to Giard. Cause like, yeah. Ymir has ve- had very, very pertinent information, incredibly pertinent information. She told them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. That she could have gave up and that would have changed a lot of the Marlians ways and well, like what they thought. Think about, I mean, Ymir went over there, fell in love, Realize what happened. I mean, she had lived in Marleyan society for a while, a long time ago, but for a while, you know, she yeah. comes back, sees, oh, it's even worse than when I left the first time. Fuck all y'all. Even if I brought my girlfriend here, you would have just tortured her or done some fucked up shit anyway. Like, it's Ymir. She's not going to, like, yeah. bend to that. Like, which, which oh, this is still confusing to me and doesn't make any sense for me with her character. Why did she go with them? Still don't know. Still, still don't understand. Don't like, that. she could have gone and tried to not have them get eaten by titans and then been like, okay, I did my best. So I'm going to hop back over to the wall. And they wouldn't have stopped her. They couldn't have stopped her. I still don't get it. I have no idea why she went over there. Maybe she was expecting to become a warrior and get, like, the good life over there or something. I, I just don't believe that either. She's yeah. so pessimistic. No. I just can't even see her thinking that way. Because at least she knew Hanji and Levi. She knew what she was getting into if she stayed behind the wall. I see. I don't get it. I think she knew she was dying no matter what. Yeah, but she when, was definitely coming at the end of her term. I would think she would want to be with Krista though and give her Titan to the people behind the wall more than she'd want to give it to marlians though and she wasn't I at the think... end of her term she, there she was not even close to near her term because she ate marco right when they all were becoming titans so she had the same amount marcel. of time as reiner she ate marcel yeah. yeah yeah marcel so she had the same amount of time as reiner more. so she still had eight years she would possibly had more. more yeah she would have had more time because how long did reiner have the armor titan before they sent him to the wall before that yeah, yeah. Been a whole okay. year years you know yeah, I just, uh, I man, feel like it's, that's just, it's like, so tough. The creator needed that Titan to be on the other side. Yeah. Like, I don't to feel like. To balance it out. Yeah, to yeah. balance it out. I don't feel like it was a character choice. I think that was a creator choice. Because that didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, for her character, it just doesn't make sense. I can't imagine her leaving Krista, and I can't imagine her 
giving the Marlians anything. And also There's she also- didn't even know about the time limit because we found out about the year time limit when we went to the basement. So she didn't even know that she had a time limit. Well, she did in the trees. Oh. That's what I was going to get to is I yeah. think we are not putting enough stock in the conversation that happened in the trees. Yeah. And because we don't know exactly what was said in the trees. That's true. I think that conversation changed a lot of Ymir uh, and Ymir's thought process on what mm-hmm. the Titans actually mean yeah. to, to people. Yeah. I think, well, maybe that, I think before, that is the basis of the change in character. Maybe before Aaron woke up, there was a conversation between Reiner and, and her. I mean, they did talk. I mean, they made that clear that they had been talking before. Yeah. I mean, maybe they like convinced her like, oh, if you come back with us, you're going to be celebrated. It's so different now. You know, like maybe they really just like convinced her of a lie or something. Man, oh, man, the Titan, the Titan theories keep going and we're only like pessimistic asshole. It's just so hard for me to believe she'd be like, oh, really? Like, I'm going to have the good life. I see her being like, you're a lying asshole. I don't believe you. Fuck you. (laughs) Like, that just seems more like her, you know? (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck everything. Like, give me her. But well, maybe I have too much faith in her. But (laughs) well, listeners. We're down to 14 episodes. No. Four it should be 400 episodes. episodes. <laughs> we are slowly, slowly approaching. Because we don't know if we're going to be taking a break halfway through the season, which there's been rumors that we will be so that the manga, because the manga is still running. There's a rumor that halfway through this season, we'll be getting like a month or two break. So Damn. don't tell me that. Oh, my God. That's horrible. We, <laughs> we are slowly approaching, as of right now, the end of Attack on Titan. But like all things, this episode also has to come to an end. So if you want to hit us up, we have an Instagram. It's naughtywhat.podcast. We also have an email. It's naughtywhat.podcast at gmail.com. What we would also love for you to do is you're listening to this on your phone, on your way to work, you're having a great day, you're jamming, you're like, dude, Attack on Titan's the best. Smash that subscribe button on whatever you're listening to and make sure to write a review and rate it for five stars. You know, we want we want to be showing up everywhere. And if you do things like that, we can show up everywhere. So it's on you, listeners. We love you. We do we'll love see you, you back here. Next week for episode three, The Door of Hope. Dun, I'm dun, scared. Dun. Don't Yay. know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Cue, cue the Hannah last minute comment. What do you got? I actually don't have a last minute comment. This oh is really embarrassing, but this is really embarrassing because that's my thing. What do I do now? <laughs> Fuck. Everyone it's just okay. go Google baby pigs. It'll be great. <laughs> there you go. There's your final comment. Listeners, we love you. Goodbye. Uh, we'll see you back here next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.